Live from the 215, this is Wrestle Cave, episode 39. I am Ace Porter here with my man, 30 Case. This is... is it 40 or 39? It's 39. Oh. I checked it. Yeah. You checked it? Yeah. Nice. I, I was like right. Nice. <laughs> 30 Case, we are the high society <laughs> and we're about to spark. And sometimes, you know, me and Casey, we get the... We get the numbers mixed up here it's, and there. It's it's uh it's uh it's a huge weekend we we've been having for wrestling though, bro. Huge weekend. Absolutely. We're supposed to meet up and then you're catching up on the show. I'm catching up <laughs> on the show. We're doing it, you know what I'm saying? Kids stopping me, you know what I'm saying, real life stopping you, you know what I'm saying? But we always make this shit happen because we appreciate our listeners, our supporters. And you can follow us on Twitter at Russell underscore cave. You can follow us on Instagram at Russell Cave. You can follow us on Facebook at Russell Cave. Our private group is Russell Cave. We have a like page that just hit 220 followers and 227 likes. I'm very, very proud of that. I was working very, very because hard we, on that. Yeah, because we don't really and try that as much as the other one. <laughs> and Casey's been killing the Twitter. We don't have that many followers, but the people that follow us are very, very, very important people. Um, Casey, how many followers we got in the last couple of days? I don't know. I don't really keep track of the numbers, but we got some good people. It's a fun time out there. We had some New Japan shows over the last couple of days, Road to Tokyo Dome. Absolutely. We've had MLW had their first live show on BN Sports. Mm-hmm. We had Final Battle, man. Which Final was Battle was amazing. Amazing. That was such a good show. Yeah. Not a bad match on the card. We will, that we are going to go and break that down. Our name is your Ladder Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the name. That was one of the be- better Ladder Wars I've seen. Like, that was really, really good. All right, so what are we jumping but, in first? Oh, we also had, like, a, a, a you know, a, all right or awful week in, on, on uh, WWE. So you want, do you want to start with predictions for that? Get that out of the way. First of all, I want to say thanks again to Cotto Brazil, uh-huh. who unfortunately did not win the MLW Middleweight Championship, which we'll get into later on yeah. when we cover the MLW show. But yeah. thank you again to Cotto Brazil. You can check out the interview with him um, last last week's episode. Um, it was a short one because we unfortunately had a couple things going on, uh, but we made it happen at least. Um, but you can check out our interview with Cotto. Unfortunately, he did not claim the championship. Uh, Teddy Hart did. So always the next time, Cole. Which was a shot. Um, so always the next time. We'll well, we'll, we'll, we'll win there in February. I'll tell you what. We're going to be yeah, we we're going to be seeing you, some MLW when we're here in fe- February. But we'll we'll break down MLW a little bit later. We'll break down um, Ring of Honor Final Battle later. And then we'll talk a little bit about New Japan. But right now, you want to just get into we'll, – we'll get through WWE. We'll get past it because we got – not get past it. But, I mean, we do have what could be a, an okay pay-per-view. Uh, coming up tomorrow. Yeah, you know, it's weird this year. Is, I don't know if it was like the, the end of the year or this was like off of the year, but some of the ones that have like the worst buildups end up being like some of the, you know, better pay-per-views. You it's know only been the last couple. Last couple. Cu- couple months has been like that. I think, I feel like since they stopped the the brand split pay-per-views and they put it together. Yeah. Because there hasn't been as much build. I, I feel know, like Survivor really Series... Sounds- like we talked about Survivor Series, the matches were good, the mm-hmm. outcomes weren't good. And Evolution was really, really good. And Evolution was great. Was yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, even, yeah. even, um, I would say out. Uh, I can't. Never mind. I can't go with that. What was the Saudi Arabia show? I can't say that that was good. <laughs> it wasn't it, for what it was. <laughs> for what it was, it wasn't bad. What you mean. Which, yeah, what it was. It I can't was, say it was bad. good though. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It exceeded expectation on that particular one. You but this has the potential to be pretty good, except for the fact that there's way too many matches. Well, I mean, if you put maybe two of those on a 
at least two. You got to have at least two on the pre on the pre show. Yeah. Yeah, they do that. But you know, they be, they be building up um, tables, ladders, and chairs like it's one of the big, you know, the bigger pay-per-views. So I'm not really surprised that it's like that. And when you do bring the two brands together, you're going to have certain things that you're going to have to put. I'm just happy that people are still getting opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. though a lot of people are not getting opportunity because they have so much talent. But at the end of the day, like, you know, 12 matches, you know, it's kind of crazy. But like after watching Final Battle... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I quit match and ladder wars. Yeah, and then I gotta watch MLW. <laughs> ML, yeah, yeah. MLW's ladder match, and then like New Japan. TLC is not TLC ain't gonna be like that. Like you know what I mean? Absolutely. I hope they are. I hope they are. But to your point, <laughs> to your point, and this is this is you know high society. I'm sorry for the cough. Um, to your point, you know people complain about WWE like we always say, but it's so much good wrestling out there. So you have seen so much good wrestling. We've seen good wrestling over the weekend. You know I'm good. You know if we don't even watch tonight, so I'm just gonna. Just oh, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna definitely watch, but it's not gonna. Like you know what I mean, let's get right into it because there's a lot yeah. of good matchups. The first one probably isn't the one I'm going to talk about right now, <laughs> but uh, the mixed match challenge finals. Uh, Mahala Mahalisha. I, can I say something? I have no idea this, like, it was still going on, really. Yeah, we don't watch this. Last year, I felt like it was fun. This year, I felt like it was forced. Why do, well, why do they do it? Do you, do you think it's just for yeah, extra content? They, they do it because each member of the winning team will be the 30th entry of the respective Royal Rumble matches at Royal Rumble. Question to you, does this ruin, like, the suspense for number 30 at the Royal Rumble? Because usually there's a lot of anticipation, a lot of buildup, like, oh, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Does this, Especially the participants in this match. It's Jinder Mahal and Alicia. So if they win, they're 30. Or R-Truth and Carmella, they come out at 30. Like, I, I would be okay with it as maybe, like, Finn Balor. Because Finn was originally with somebody, like, and they, like, half the participants yeah. in the Mixed Max Challenge didn't start, I feel like the mixed match challenge i know for me it's like a double you know it's a double whammy because you got you take away the suspense from number 30 and then as well as you kind of like shit on the talent someone that comes out at 30 they should be refreshed and have a great opportunity at winning but the people that are in the finals they mahal and um uh, what's his name um alicia yeah our truth our truth yeah See, I don't even recognize his name. Like, the only time he's on television is when they, when he's dancing, you know, randomly. But for the last couple of years, he just abruptly would just be in segments, you know, nothing serious. So that so that kind of takes away from that. So I, I mean, just was like, you know, uh, you know. There's two things you could do out of it. I mean, you can always have our truth or gender or Carmelo, Alicia, whoever wins. Eventually, we have like a month till Royal Rumble. Someone can challenge them for that 30 spot. Or let's say, and then they lose it to somebody. Or let's say they do an old school beat down right before they're about to come down and someone takes that spot. You know what I mean? You flash back to number 30. His music said he's not coming out. They do it again. They play it again. He's not coming well, out. That would be good for like a Kevin Owens. And then all of a sudden you flash back. He's laying down on the ground and then someone else's music hits. I would be good with that. That's a good way to forget about Owens. Because, I mean, if it's our truth or gender, no disrespect to either of them. You can do better at 30. No disrespect to either of them. It's a cool idea for this. It's a cool idea. But that leads me to believe that I'm going to pick the fabulous truth to win this. Because I see Carmella as a 30, as a number 30. Because she is involved in the SmackDown women's um, picture a little bit more than our truth is with the men. So, like, if he... Challenge, someone challenges him or he gets beat down. It's not. It's not really a big deal. It might not. Add, you know what I mean. Since she lost the title, you know she fell in line and 
I feel well, like she's been she's been good. Like, yeah, she's been fine. I told you in. she's been. Fi- I told you like when we talked about that after WrestleMania, like Charlotte losing to her and Oscar losing to her and all that stuff. I said they're all going to be fine. And look at it. Look fast forward now. Look at it. Who's in the main event? Charlotte and Oscar. Well, I hope it's going to be the main event. But who's in the? It's Charlotte, Oscar, Becky, and then Carmella's doing fine with that. Like I, I knew they'd all be fine. Like no, no one took a bad loss through any of that. It was all. They all still look fine, but. It took Oscar a while to get back, though. But she never took a loss that was a like a, a legit loss, really. It just went from like, and it's just sad. It just goes to just shows like the the difference in the writing as far as NXT, how they utilize the talent, and how once they get to the main roster. The fact that she was on the street for nine hundred damn near thousand days, she's champion. She dropped the belt when she came up, you know, and lost, and then you know, jobbed out to. You jobbed out to other people other than, you know. I wouldn't call it a job, though. I feel like she jobbed to Carmella. I feel like. How? James Ellsworth got involved in the one match. Like, that's not a job. Like, that's supposed to be how she lost. It's not a clean loss. She just came out as, like, coming out of NXT and just coming on the roster. Even, like, her momentum now, after all that shit happened and the people are still behind her. She just was, she just was special to me. When you know Carmella beat her, she just it just took away some of her mystique to me. She just became like just another person on the roster to me at least. You know what I'm saying? But um, I get that, but I mean, I don't know. Because like you say, I mean, I, I mean, I didn't want Carmella to win at all, but I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't the worst thing that could happen. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we can move on. But, uh, so I mean, all right, I'll say this. Let me go back. It wasn't the worst thing in in that Asuka since that time has been on the side with Naomi hasn't lost her tag team. They've been beating people. They've been beating the Iconics. They've been beating Sonya and Mandy. They've been beating everybody. So she's been winning on the side and people still love it. You see when all three of them were in the ring, Charlotte, Asuka, Becky, Asuka's still getting cheered. Asuka's still getting chance. You know what I mean? She's fine. She lost one match. To Charlotte and one match to come out. She's, like, She's fine. But anyway, I'm picking the fabulous truth. Yeah, yeah I'm going to rock with them. Because like I said, I think our truth eventually won't come out at 30, but Carmella will. Yeah. I'm picking Kevin Owens for number 30. <laughs> yeah. All right. After, after you made booking great again and said one of them was going to get injured. Well, wait, I'll wait till all that happens at yeah. Royal Rumble, then I'll see. Okay. If it, if it I'm picking the fabulous first person truth. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add. <laughs> okay. You're okay. Right. All right. All right. Um, this match lineup's all out of order, so I'm going to pick, like, and choose because the next match is not going to be the next match. I'm going to pick that this match will be on a pre-show. Let's go Natalia versus Ruby Riot in a tables match. How do you feel about the angle that they're doing as far as with her dad being, you know, pictured being on a fucking table, and he only been gone for, like, four weeks? Like, Let me say this, why I said on the pre-show. I want it to be on the pre-show because it'll get more time. Because these two deserve more time. Mm. I don't want it to be on the main card because of that. So that's why I want it to be on the pre-show. But anyway, back to your point. Like, Ruby Riot bringing in all that stuff. Clearly, Natalia must be okay with it. Or else she wouldn't let that happen. Because I've watched enough Total Divas. Yes, I do. I have watched Total Divas. And I do watch it every now and then. Where Natalia does speak up for herself when she is uncomfortable and doesn't want to do something. Um, so I don't think she would, and I don't think Vince or anyone like would do that so quick if, it, if she wasn't okay with that. So 
I think it's a good way to. I'm not gonna say it's a good way to get heat because it's not. It's it's a way to get heat. Let me put it that way. Um, I think there's other ways to do it, but I mean, if this is the way they want to go, it's working. Like it's getting people to not like Ruby Riot. I just think Ruby Riot can do better things than that. I just want them to be able to show what the both of them can do from a wrestling standpoint because they're both very good. They don't need this tables gimmick with her dad yeah, and stuff like that like do you think she's doing a good job executing it because who of, ruby yeah absolutely okay I, I think ruby's been doing fine with what they ruby. like they're not giving her much yeah. they're not giving her the riot squad isn't really much you know what i mean yeah but she's doing well with that but they're like for what they're giving her i feel like like she's a good i feel like she would be better as a face Mm-hmm. But I feel like with what she's given, they're doing whatever they can. Who you got going over in this match? I'm going to tell you. I'm just gonna say Ruby Riot because I want to see inside go through the table with with him on with him on it now. Okay. Did you pick Fabulous Truth in the first one? Yeah. Okay. So we're even there. Let's let's you know what? Let's Natalia probably won't on. get the win. Let's but. let's let's keep track of this and let's like actually like if, if you lose and if I lose, like let's put something on the line here. Okay. Right, you writing it down? So you pick Alright. I'm going fabulous truth, you're going fabulous truth. What's go what are we gonna put on the line for this though? What do you think? Let me see. What do you have that you you know what? Where's the belt? It's right. Oh, it's upstairs. Let's put the put, belt on, put the, the, line. Bell on the line. I'll take the belt home with me if I win. All right. All right. All right. Just for you that don't know, we do have a Russell Cave belt. Oh, it's so sweet too. Yes, it is. So you you people can see it near when and I win. Dear my heart. When I it won't be for long when I have it when I win. <laughs> what do I get out Are of you it? Put, what, what uh, all right. All right. Sub Danny a little bit. Okay. I don't really have anything. I don't know. Well, we'll discuss it. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. No, I'll give all fabulous truth. I don't know. I'll figure something <laughs> out. But I'm taking that belt. It doesn't even matter. So I'm taking that belt. Uh, all right. Let's see. You got fabulous. We got fabulous truth. I'm picking fabulous truth, and then you got fabulous truth. And then I'm picking Natalia. You got Ruby Riot. So we're already squared away there. Since there's twelve matches, I feel like we have to pick some. Like tiebreakers or something. Well, I know that what you call it should should win, but I'm gonna go with Ruby just because I want to see her go through the thing. Okay. And she's the right squad. Yeah. All right. Next match for the cruiserweight championship: Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. Who you got? Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Cedric's been on a roll, but I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy as well. Only because I really don't want Buddy Murphy to lose it. Yeah, I've seen him, I've seen him give uh, Leo Rush his first loss. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've both been solid. I mean, on 205 Live, they're booked strong. I just don't – I think Cedric's run wasn't that great. He had it for a long time. I just don't – his matches on the 205 show were have been better than the on the pay-per-view, except for the last couple. Um, like, ever since Buddy Murphy, his match with Buddy Murphy was really, really good. Um, their rematch was good. Um, 
I just think for some reason, Buddy just he just has more personality, and it's weird because they he does. Both don't they both don't say anything? You know what I'm saying? But just his style in the ring. Buddy says it with his yeah, facial expressions. Yeah, Cedric yeah. is good in the ring. Yeah, he's just um, Cedric's in ring ability is. I mean, it speaks for itself. Both of these guys. And, and am I tripping? Am I tripping that like to make a star like not only is the entrance but the style in the ring, but as well as the image? It's just something about Cedric. It's everything. Image. You gotta have that the it way, factor. I don't know the silk like the silk uh, long sleeve spandex shirts he be wearing. I don't know with the with the tights. I don't. I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know how he. Uh, he just doesn't look like he doesn't look like a star to me. And I know, buddy. Buddy shit is like all ripped up and all that shit. It should look. He looks. He looks like even his like, face, like he yeah. looks like he's like missing a tooth or something. Yeah. Like his teeth are all like weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah, it's like he, he's got like a he, snarl. Yeah, like he hungry. His hair shit. is always yeah. like. And we know his story. Like he's hungry yeah. as shit. Like not to say that you know Cedric didn't earn it because he definitely did. Those matches with, with Ibushi was amazing. He got over and you know he came up. His here. matches, his matches with, with Ali have been Ali great. Has been great, but. I wanted to see Ali, Ali win the belt. Like I don't know. I just felt it'll get Ali, there. It'll yeah. get there. I just felt like. Well, I'm just glad he's on Raw now. I, hope, I mean, SmackDown now. I hope he stays well, on SmackDown. I don't know that he's gonna stay there. But. I hope so. Because he after fighting the champion, it's like you want to go back to 205 I, now. I, I think they're uh, seeing how the 205 Lives guys do if they uh, end 205. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 205 Live has been really, really dope. But I'm it has been, but it's still like not doing that great as far as like where it ranks and. It the should be at shows. full sell, man. That's where it needs to be. Yeah, maybe one day they'll figure that out. I know. I know, man. <laughs> that atmosphere. But you, we both got Buddy in that one? Yeah. All right. Next. All these matches, like a bunch of these matches, I don't know why they're happening, but we're going to pick <laughs> <laughs> Elias versus Bobby Lashley with a guitar will be suspended above the ring. Huh? So the first to <laughs> retrieve it can use it as a weapon. So it's a ladder match with a guitar. That's kind of fire, though, for them. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's it's stupid. Don't get me wrong. Leo Rush is going to end up grabbing it. It's real cheesy. I'm going to go with Bobby. You're going to pick Bobby? I got to go with Bobby, man. What what does Elias... Elias doesn't get anything out of winning or losing a match. We well, love Elias, period. All it says is... Okay, so here's what it says. It says the guitar will be above the ring. The first to retrieve it can use it as a weapon. So if you does that mean if you if you get it you win, and then you can clock him afterwards. Or? So I'm gonna say Elias grabs it, but then the other two get it from him and hit him with it. Yeah, and that's and that's because you know. So the, Elias is gonna win though. Rules. Elias for me, but Elias is winning though. Okay, he's, he's still gonna get beat down. But. All right, I'm you got do, Bobby now. I'm gonna go Bobby. All right, all right. I like that we're we're different here. Yeah, let's, let's make it interesting. <laughs> I got thinking behind mine. I don't. I feel like you're just picking to be different. No, I'm picking like I'm Vince. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bobby. Uh, Give it to Bobby. Bobby's going over. He bends over and points at his ass. And while he's pointing, Leo, point at the guitar. Bring it down to him now. Entertain him. And I'll see you Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I know we're fucked up. We'll talk about that, too. That's huge. All right. Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Drew. A question? Drew. <laughs> Drew. Is that even a question? I got Drew. I got Drew too. I love Finn, but they don't ever let the dude win. So fuck about Finn. And they're pushing Drew to the moon. So like this is totally. I'm just, I'm just happy to see him on a card. That's fucked up. Who Finn? <laughs> yeah, I'm just happy. Well, to he see got him. sent home from like the tour because he's sick or something. So I mean, hopefully he can even wrestle. <laughs> 
it's probably gonna be another squash match. <laughs> squash Joe, why not squash Finn? Yeah, hey. So, oh, and you Drew. and you squash Kurt Angle too. Just add Finn right to the line. Drew. Why not? Yeah. We'll go with Drew. And he just beat Dolph. Yeah, we Drew definitely. Yeah. Him and him and Drew him and Drew and Dolph are one on one now, right? Yeah. Gotta have that third one probably tomorrow night. I'm wrong. And then he like almost <laughs> in his career <laughs> last week. Yeah, probably, probably have another, more probably have another match on Raw or something. Yeah, then go over again. You know, then he can go to do comedy or some shit like that. Yeah, whatever. If, if Dolph's happy, whatever. He seems like he's happier there than going somewhere else. Get like two million a year. Fuck yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah. All right. Next match in a chairs match. We got Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. What's the end goal with Randy Orton, yo? He's been whooping everybody's ass over there. He's just going after all the older dudes. Like he like he went after Jeff Hardy. Now he's going after Ray. He'll probably I don't know who will go. He'll probably go after AJ next. Since AJ's not in the title picture. And after he loot we'll get into that. I'm gonna pick Daniel Bryan, obviously, but I feel like he'll go after AJ next or he'll go after somebody. He'll go after one of the faces there. Um I, but he's been causing so much destruction to Ray. He's gotten so much up on Ray, I think I'm gonna pick. Well, Ray got Ray stood tall on SmackDown though, so I got Ray winning. You got Ray winning. I mean, they haven't gave Ray anything really. You know what I'm saying? He beat Almas, didn't he? And then Almas disappeared. Supposed to beat Almas, and then why has Almas disappeared? That's know. your old. Oh, that's your young bull. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to get Almas out of here, but is he supposed to lose in the best in the world tournament? Like it's that's weird. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, like you know what I mean. Hopefully, we look to see him versus um, Daniel in the future because, you know, AJ Styles kind of ran through the entire roster. So, it's like, I don't even know who, you know, Daniel Bryan's supposed to face right here right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Ray. You going with Ray, too? Nope. You're going with Randy? Yep. Okay, let me change that. Randy beat, I don't know. I just feel like they're going a certain way with Randy where he's just going to keep getting the because i mean they book people like 50 50 anyway and then they do the three matches so i feel like we've seen this already a couple times this is just a chairs match now so i feel like i'm gonna pick randy it's not over nope nope not over oh, dale. <laughs> it's not over um so we got that next we've covered that we covered all right next let's go with even if this match is gonna happen um let's do that as a tiebreaker first does this match happen baron corbin versus braun Strowman tlc match um, Braun Strowman, but it, does the match happen? Yes or no? Yeah, it happens. Okay, I'm saying no. So, if Strowman wins, he receives Universal Championship match at Royal Rumble. Corbin stripped of all authoritative power. If Corbin wins, he's full time general manager. I'm saying Corbin. I just don't. Is he hurt? Like, is Braun still hurt? Like, what's the deal here? Like, Mm-mm. he's not. I think that's all a shoot. I think they space it out for a particular reason. They once again use use um Drew to send him away so he can heal, get his shit up, and make Drew look strong. Drew can basically ran through the entire roster, so I feel like he's going to be back and he's going to get his championship, and that's going to you know keep him in a mix even with Drew with all the momentum. Because I just want to know how long are these matches going to be? There's twelve freaking matches on the card. Like, is each match going to be like five minutes? I mean, Baron got. Baron got um he got murdered by the demon before, so I got Brian coming back and murdering him too. I guess if this match happens, it can be real quick. Like it's definitely gonna be real quick. Hits him with a table, hits him with a ladder. But what's this? Who's to say like Bobby and Drew don't and Leo they all don't come out and 
help Baron win again. Hmm. If the know. match happens, which I still don't think it's going to happen. I don't I think they got I think they got uh Brock losing that mania, so they need a, they need him for another they need him for another pay per view, another big. Yeah, they need him to eat another pin. Yeah, they need one more pin. You know what I'm saying? They need him to take five more F fives. Yeah, then you get out of the way, and then we put the title on Drew. You can get him mixed with Drew, make him look good, and then you get out of the way again. Well, who knows? Vince McMahon's gonna shake things up on Monday, so maybe all this is for nothing. Uh, maybe Corbin wins, and then Corbin gets fired. Whatever happens, I'm not. I'm not watching it when it happens. You're not watching Monday. <laughs> nah, I'll probably catch it. Catch it later. I'll probably watch it yeah. in the background. In the background, that's how I usually watch. It. I sit there, do other things. I watch it. I mean, it's whatever. I don't know. I don't. Want, I don't want. Think, I don't want Vince to think he can control me. Like I know what the fuck you doing. You don't control me. If you know I want to watch it, I'll watch it. If I don't want to watch it, I won't watch it. I'm gonna check it out later because I think it's gonna be ass. He will come out in the first 15, 20 minutes, and after that, it's gonna be a normal, normal show. And if that doesn't happen, two, three weeks later after this show, it's gonna be back to the normal program. Probably. That's yeah. what usually happens. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually what happens. Or he'll do like, we're going to do a superstar shake-up after TLC. Yeah. So today, <laughs> we're going to have a draft. Right now. Damn it. Ah! And then he dies. <laughs> what if he On gives TV. creative? What if he gives everything to Triple H? What if he just f- f- fires the creative like right in front of us all? That'll be like the greatest shit ever. What if he fires Baron Corbin? Or himself. Or Kevin Dunn. What if it's a big XFL announcement? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna shake things up. Some of our XFL players are gonna also compete on Monday Night Raw, and some of our Monday Night Raw competitors are gonna compete compete in the XFL. And I'm two hundred million <laughs> up. And you're gonna keep paying your ten dollars a month. Bitches. Ha 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 ha. I got you. Monday night XFL is what we're gonna <laughs> He's trash. Yeah. Who, who so, next? what was that? Who did I pick? Bar- 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 okay. Bar- so, one, two, three. All right, we'll go with this one. It's a triple threat tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Really missing the, no pun intended, the bar here without making this a TLC match. But yeah, the bar versus the New Day versus the Usos. This should be the TLC match. How about that? They had a chance of, to they yeah. had a chance to open the show with a bang. Yeah. Well maybe maybe we'll still get it. Um I'm going with the Usos. I feel like the bar haven't done anything really with the championships. The New Day had it before that for a little while. The Usos haven't had it in a while. So I, I wanna I wanna go with the Usos. I feel like they just keep bouncing around between these three anyway. So I just want Sandy to come out and fuck all of them up. Who? I want Sandy to come out and fuck everybody up. That's, Who? that's what I want. Sandy. Who that? Motherfuckers that ain't booked ever, and I don't understand why. I want. I wish they would come out and fuck everybody up. I don't Them. understand why they. Oh, those guys. Yeah, that hang out with the colognes and hang out with the club and Andrade. Yeah, and um, who else they hang out with? They hang out with a lot of guys in that locker room. Yeah, I don't understand it. And SmackDown's still good. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> SmackDown's still good though. Bad to choose. Why? Like, I, I wish I would trade. Could we trade some of those guys over to Raw so Raw could become better? I would do Usos. I'm going to Usos too. So we actually agree on something here. Yeah. We agreed on Drew. I mean, we I agree, agree on, on the ones that we disagree on. Yeah. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I just want to make it interesting. Okay, okay. I just feel like the Usos just need, they need that belt, those belts back again. They're undefeated in, in, in rap battles too. Yes. Don't, don't battle, don't battle them. 2-0. Don't battle them. 
Uh, next up, let's go. Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Ronda, don't even don't even try to tell me Nia's winning this. You can't honestly believe that Ronda's gonna lose. I'm gonna go with Ronda. I, I, don't, even want to, I don't even want to talk about Nia Jax for for. You want to just move on? Yeah, I think she's <laughs> trash. I think she's like. Injured, like, damn near, you know, too many people in the back for me. Um, I'm just good. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just always good on her. I don't think she's trash. I just don't like her coming out screaming. I don't think she's good on the mic. She's not good on the mic. She's not that great in the ring. Um, and she injures people. You know what I'm saying? Habitually. I, I, and, and to me, when she hit Becky, it didn't seem like no accident to me. You know, it seemed like she really, she really threw the fucking punch. Um, yeah, so... I'm I'm all the way good. I don't I don't have anything to say about Shorty. That's that's my new shit. If I don't fuck with you like that, like that, I don't I don't really have too much to say about you. You're you're kinda like dead to me. Okay. Until you injure somebody else and I gotta read about it. Okay. So Rhonda, hands down. Yeah. Hands down, Rhonda. Alright. Then we have oh, there's a couple let's go Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE championship. Mm. I think the new Daniel Bryan is on a roll right now. I think AJ seems like he might be hurt a little bit. He might want to rest up. I feel like AJ's had a had the title twice now, and it's had a really good run with it both times. I mean, Daniel's already started off hot. There's no telling where this can or can't go. I mean, it could go through the roof with this title run. I really – he's getting legitimate heat. This is a guy who started the Yes Movement who people love, and now look at people booing this shit out of him. Like, come on. This dude is good. Like, let this dude run with this heel turn with the belt for a little bit. Um, I'm going Daniel Bryan. The new Daniel Bryan. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan as well. It's something fresh. It's something interesting. And, um, you know, after a while, AJ Run kind of got stale. You know what I'm saying? So, I definitely prefer something new. Yeah, I mean, and look what Daniel Bryan can do. I mean, not to say AJ can't do it either, but look what Daniel Bryan did. Um, this week on SmackDown with uh, Mustafa Ali, I mean that match, Great. the promo that they, the promos that they had together to kick off the show was, and then the selling that Mustafa Ali always does when he's on the top rope and he like somebody swings his leg out and he like falls all the way down, hits his head, falls all the way to the mat, rolls around like that guy's can sell his ass off, like that guy's a star. And I hope, like you said, I hope they keep him on SmackDown because that match alone shows you the ceiling that that guy has. He can. I want to see go him and Cian go at it. The WWE champion. I need to see him and Cian go at it, and see Cian get that big W. I just want to see Cian on TV. I definitely want to see Cian on TV. It's been a couple, it's been a month, maybe three, four weeks. It's strange. We need so I think Zelina's on TV more than him. Yeah, we need to see new writers. So that's where they start fucking up at. They the writers start... are fine. It's just they need to find. It's nothing wrong. Like I don't think that the writers are doing. It. It's I still feel like on SmackDown there's a little bit too much, just a tad too much talking, a tad too much. Like they still do For a good job. Hours. Like they, there's two hours. Like they did a phenomenal job of having some really good matches this week. Like Charlotte versus Oscar, and then AJ or not AJ, sorry Daniel Bryan versus. Mustafa, obviously. And then they had Jeff Hardy and Rusev versus 
uh, Shinsuke and what's his name? Samoa Joe, which was a really good match. Um, like they can put on good matches. It's just like they have a lot of talent on SmackDown, whereas Raw does not. <laughs> they can use some of those guys over on Raw. I just don't want to see them go over and wrong get ruined. Like, because that's what it's come down to at this point. I feel like Raw has. Because I think the writing is fine on SmackDown. It's just, there's, it's hard to fit those guys in. Raw has talent. They just don't know what the fuck to do with them, man. They just don't know how to make shit important other than, like, a certain particular class of people. You have to be in the, you know, the red belt chase to actually have some shit going on. Even with the goofy Dean shit. Um, I hope, is that one of the next matches we get into? Yeah, but hold on. Like, I, yes, Raw does have star power, but first, for you're telling me that the Raw tag team division compared to the SmackDown tag team division. Like, come on, man. AOP, nah, Rudy Gable, and the Lucha House yeah, Party. No, obviously the, the tag team division is better on SmackDown, and the bar should the Revival should be in, like... Yeah, the Revival could... Be, the bar could be on Raw. The Revival can be on SmackDown because it's more so the wrestling show. Um, it's just... If they would have, if they wouldn't have put Drake as the PP man with AOP and have them drop the belts on them, they would have been, they would have been a strong competitor, strong tag team. And look, now they're not even on this card. Yeah, if you would have organically put like Gable and and or if you kept Gable with his own identity and you know built up, or even 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 if Chad and Gable were hills, they're getting there. I mean, even if they were hills, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I like I would like it better. Week by week, they're getting there. Like now they have matching robes and they have matching pants and whatever. Like they're getting there. Um, I just feel like it took a while. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and then you could have had you could have Sanity on there for for Christ's sakes. Even with Lars going up there and it's a Braun Strowman, it's kind of weird. Lars should have went to SmackDown. Just, well, did he go to? He didn't go to either place yet. They keep announcing it that he's going to Raw. I'll believe it when I see it. I don't think he should go to Raw. I don't think he is either. But who the fuck loves Giants? Vince McMahon. He's going to Raw. They should never put Raw up there. If they would have made it a surprise, like now we know he's going to Raw eventually, and y'all just going to feed him a bunch of jobbers. It's just going to be like, who cares? Because y'all still didn't even maybe press he's the button maybe on. that's tomorrow night on Raw. Maybe that's what's shaking up. He's going to bring Lars Sullivan. <sighs> I guess so. I just don't see how you do that, and you've been stopping pushing with Braun Strowman. You have another guy that's basically, you know, in his league as far as the size and muscle and physique. So it's just kind of like this is weird. So Daniel Bryan's winning. Daniel Bryan is definitely <laughs> winning. But no, this is good because we're tying in, you know, yeah, all other yeah. shit. So we don't have to necessarily. So what do you do... think? All right, between these two matches, we got Becky, Charlotte, Oscar, TLC match, and then we got. Seth versus Dean for the IC title. Which one's main event? The women. The women's main event. You think so? Yeah. I feel like for some reason... I want the women to main event, but I feel like for some reason they're going to do Seth versus Dean. Seth and Dean is in a what a normal match, right? Because he was yeah. in... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't have them doing that after all that all that shit with the women. And okay. they're, they're, trying, they're trying their hardest to, you know, for equality in WWE... So, okay, so Seth versus Dean, I see. Who you got? I got Bane winning. Bane Dean. Bane Dean. They fucked this, fuck this whole shit up. Um, They're going too many ways with it, with Dean, but uh, I'm picking Bane Dean with the win. He has, an, he has a new shirt. It, said ne- it says, never apologize on the front. That's it. Stretch. That's it. It says, never apologize. And then on the back, it just has this DA logo. The only thing they did good with Dean. Why does he have a shirt anyway? 
He should have another shirt. No, no, he shouldn't, because none of his shirts has been, have been good. None of them. The only thing not that, one of his shirts have been good. The only thing that have been good was, was his documentary. Documentary was was very. That's not good. a shirt, though. I know, <laughs> but other than that, I, I'm just trying to give. I'm trying to give them some type of credit. Other than that, you know, the Roman shit for the cheap heat and down this, you know. I like the Bane thing, kinda, but now it kind of not as well. He didn't have to do the mask thing. He could have just yeah, done the jacket. The jacket is fly. Yeah, yeah. Jacket's hard. Um, um, I'm picking Dean. Seth moves on to the Universal Championship scene. And Dean runs amok. That's my pick. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think the this match runs this, the asylum. I don't think this match has an ending. I'll say Dean will get disqualified. You think? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so you're picking Seth then. I'll do Seth by DQ because you don't. This ain't you. You don't make us wait years for this for it can be for it to be a one off. No, you know I think the real match comes at uh, WrestleMania. They've had matches before though. This isn't a one off. They had a freaking cage match a couple years ago where they both fell off the fucking cell. Remember? I'm talking about Dean as a heel All and right, Seth yeah. as a face. Yeah, it's a whole new different ball game. You're right, and. You know, Seth can go out and have great matches with other people. Dean is not going to be able to do that at the level of Seth. So, Dean with this hill turn with a new T-shirt, this shit needs to continue growing because if they have a belt or not, you know, their chemistry is amazing. I, I feel like with Seth being a new face uh, and put in a position to be the face of the company um, and Dean being a hill and they're trying to push him as, you know, the top hill on Raw because he's using a, a illness as a way to get over even more. Now he's talking about the smell <laughs> of the city. So, yeah, I think it's going to continue to go. Um, yeah, Seth by uh, disqualification. All right. I just think they got to put – they got Seth is a huge star. They need to put him in the universal picture scene, like, sooner or later because Roman's out. Braun clearly isn't their guy because he's already lost two, univer two universal championship matches or just one couple like three so i mean and not and convincingly too you know what i mean yeah. um I, I i just think seth needs to get up there so i'm, I'm going dean here Did i mean write that, that was, down if write that, that down i got it down if that was the case then i would be happy i, I really wouldn't care you know right. what i'm saying but i just i don't think i don't think that they i don't think they believe in seth as much as they should even with roman being out it's strange but well that's why raw ratings continue to tank. I don't, yeah. but they do though. They have to believe in him though because they just had him open the show this past week and call out Baron Corbin and basically say raw sucks. Like he sat there and spoke for all the fans and say raw sucks. He did. Nobody else. They chose him to be the vo the voice of the fan. So they do believe in him enough to do that and then have a main event a TLC match at the end of the night. We'll see. I don't think no one's hotter than Becky in a company, so I don't I don't put Becky match. They're I don't on two different a, shows, but they're on the same pay per view. Okay, well, what does that have to do with anything? We were just talking about something else, though. I was just talking about how that's why I think Seth's going to Universal Picture Scene. Not that that's why I think they're true. the main event in this yeah, pay per view. True, 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 that's true, not true. what I meant. I was yeah. just talking about that's why I think he's gonna go to Universal Picture Scene because they do believe in him that much because they just had him do all that on Fact. Raw. Fact. No, I I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, no, I, mean, I think it was the superior brand, supposedly. So if that was to happen, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But with them, with this whole 
you know, women and the women's king of the ring coming or the, the queen of the king. ring. What? The woman, I said the, the woman's king of the ring. I mean, that's basically what it is, you know, because uh, she is the man, so you know what I'm saying? But they're having a queen of the ring. They announced that in the works, possibly. They just had a phenomenal women's pay-per-view. I just think they're going to put them in the main event. And it's a, and it's a TLC match, a TLC pay-per-view. I hope they do. You know what I mean? But I no. just feel like if you just look at the pay-per-views recently, though, they always put a Raw match in the main event. Absolutely. Main event. So, <laughs> Absolutely, bro. I don't know. But I hope in main event. So our main event, triple threat TLC match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. The champion, the man, Becky Lynch versus the Queen Charlotte Flair versus the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. This is a tough one. I told you a couple of weeks ago what I thought. I think Charlotte Becky are going to try and one-up each other using Asuka as like their rag doll or whatever. Trying to one-up each other. They're going to take out Asuka. They're going to take... One of them is going to take their eye off the other one. And Asuka somehow going to win this match. That's what I'm picking. I hope that happens. And then you have Charlotte versus Becky one-on-one. Um, or Asuka versus Becky rematch. I don't know. I just think... I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to take their eye. One of them's going to take their eye off the other. And Asuka's just going to get in there somehow and be able to climb and get, and get the championship. That's why I think. I mean, that's what I think. I agree with you. Because, yeah, Becky can win. But even if Becky doesn't have the championship, she can still be the man. Because then she can just invoke her rematch clause or whatever. She wants to have the rematch with Asuka and somehow cheat her way to victory and get it back. But I just think it would throw a little wrench in there um, to have the two of them, Charlotte and Becky, just trying to prove who's better because that's how they've been doing it on the mic is like, oh, Becky, Charlotte's been saying Becky's trying to be her father and then Becky's saying Charlotte's trying to be her. So it's like they are saying they're trying to be each other. So put it in the ring and actually do it. I think that would be cool. And then have that backfire on both of them and they both lose. I can tell you what I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see Charlotte win this match. I think, yeah, Becky or Asuka needs to win. If Charlotte, Charlotte wins, it's the wrong way to go. If she if she does win, is this number seven? Number six? She might already be at seven. She might, she might be at number eight? I don't know what she's at at this point. Jesus. That's why I think. So who are you picking? You pick Becky? I'm, pick, I'm going to pick Asuka. Oh, so you're I want to see Asuka win. So you, oh, so you're on my side here. Yeah, I'm on your I side. I talked you into it. I like the idea. <laughs> I would, you know, I could I could see that happening in the way the storyline is unfolding. I don't know how, like, Becky would get it back, but I just feel like it's a cool wrench. It would be a, definitely a good wrench to throw in the story. And then you build, and then Asuka gets that championship, and she's back, boom, right back to the top again. Credible champion. You know what I mean? Is it credible? How credible is her running if she loses, like, uh, at depends, Rumble? Depends, or, how she, depends how. Or or uh, I think they're doing fast lane again. Depends geez. how she loses. You can have her drop the belt at fast. It all depends how she loses it. I just want to see her as a champion. Because if she win, if Becky beats her by cheating, then she looks fine. she's fine. It's no reason why you know Carmella I mean? is a former champion and Oscar isn't. So let's yeah, go. That's why I th- I'm telling you that's the way to play it out. I don't see no other reason for her to be in a match. And if she's in the match, just to well, obviously no one's taking a no one's taking a pinfall in this match. No. So no one really looks bad, even if she. Doesn't make it up the ladder. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. I will go with that. Okay. We're getting real now. All right, all right. Make it interesting, Casey. (laughs) Asuka and Asuka we got. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it for that. 
That's um, it for WWE for now. You want to talk anything um, NXT? Or are we going to just move on to some other amazing cool. wrestling? I mean, what happened this week on NXT TV? We had Prince Pretty return. We can yes, that actually was pretty big. Um, yeah, look, want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, we so can we talk had, about that and we can move on. Hold on. Let me just run through real quick. Anything. Um, so... So we did have a few things. We had EC3 versus Bobby Fish. I like that match. Um, EC3 beat Bobby Fish because um, Fish tried to deliver a chop block, but EC3 caught him with a roll up and won. Um, after the match, Undisputed Era beat that, beat him down. And then the Heavy Machinery came out. I don't like that. <laughs> That's because I think War Machine's hurt. I guess I don't know because the one's supposed to be hurt. Then we had Oni Lurkin and Danny Birch versus the Mighty. Who Nick Miller got released right after this, but I heard he might have asked for it. The elite, the the elite. Yeah. What about the elite? All elite wrestling. Is that where possibly? We going? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Maybe. But listen, if you're not happy in the company, please, you know, bounce. Well, apparently he just had a kid and went home, and then he just asked. He just wanted to stay and asked for his release. That's what I heard. That's even more better. Yeah. Shout out to you, Nick. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what uh, Meltzer or somebody bro. said. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Shane Thorne. He'll be fine on his own. He's really good. Put him in 205. I don't think he is 205, but <laughs> he's a big dude. They're both yeah. big dudes, so he's not definitely not 205. But um, this match ended. Um, Lorcan and Birch won um, after um, they put they did their spike DDT thing where they have him on his shoulder and then the one just drives him into the mat. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let's be real. There's not a bad match between Vinny Lorcan and and, very very solid tag team match. Oh yeah. Then we had Mia Yim versus Reina Gonzalez. Another good match, but uh, Mia Yim won. Uh, she beat it. She beat Gonzalez. Um, I forget how. Uh, she had eat defeat. She did for the win, which is a pretty good one. I like. I like that. Is it the most women they ever had in a division? Because it's like a lot of they women lot. that just show up out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got Mia Yim. They got Bianca Belair. They got. The first lady, what's her name? Uh, the girl, I love her. I love her. What's her name? The I don't want to get it wrong. Skinny, the tall skinny I know what woman's right. Right. Uh, uh, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Yeah, I don't want to uh, say her name. They got Dakota. Yeah, they she's got, injured. But yeah, they got yeah, the three horse women now. Yeah. Um, Kyrie, Io Shirai. Yeah, they're pretty stacked. They man. stack like well. Then they throw in these other. Uh, they got still got Aaliyah. They still got. Um, those other girls that get thrown in every now and then. Yeah. But Shout out to Aaliyah. That's still sticking around somehow. She's yeah. been holding on. I mean, they're on. pretty stacked in the women's division. They keep signing people, too. So Yeah. Shout out to them. Um, and then we had the North American Championship. Ricochet uh, wanted some competition, so he's having a match. And who comes out but Prince Pretty. Tyler Breeze. Dude, this match. This match shows you how good he is and what. Like, there's no reason. No reason at all. You can't have a guy that outside the ring, even in the ring sometimes, comedy. But like he can still go. He can still wrestle. One of my favorite matches is him versus Jushin Thunder Liger. You remember that? Yeah. Hello? Like, <laughs> you remember that? You trusted this guy to put him against Jushin Thunder Liger, a legend. And then you're doing this shit with him on TV, not letting the guy do what he can do. But anyway, um, another solid match. It was a slugfest pretty much uh, towards the end. Um Breeze did a heel kick. Um, his beautiful heel kick that he does. Um, Ricochet caught Breeze at one point, delivered a fireman's carry, um, and scored 
uh, the win. So I give it. It was a solid match. Solid way to like use guys that aren't really doing anything either. They're doing that a lot now. I like how they built up Ricochet and made him feel like something special with that with that title. Mm-hmm. I still it is something special. Yeah, because that if you remember, I mean, they had Adam Cole going and defending it against people in other championships and other promotions. Like you know what I mean. So it is something special. Um, it is something that's a big deal. Just like. Uh, what's his name's is the United Kingdom Championship? Yeah, and Pete Dunne defending all over, and that's cool. Like I like that they're doing that stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. He is the longest reigning champion right now, and is on my list as part as Russell Cave Awards 2018 will be coming at you sometime next week. Uh, tune into that. Uh, back to our scheduled program, Casey. <laughs> what do you know? You you want to get into it? What a great, great, great pay per view we watched. Let's do it. All right, Ring of Honor final battle. Give you a little backstory. Final battle. Uh, so Cody. Has a history here. Final battle. Two years ago, he made his debut against Jay Lethal. Um, he lost the title last year at final battle to Dalton Castle. Um, this year, he is facing Jay Lethal yet again. Um, and what could possibly is his final like one-on-one match, pretty much, in Ring of Honor. Um, on Busted Open Radio recently, Cody talked with Bully Ray and Dave LaGreca about how the first night at Final Battle was when the American Nightmare character was really born when he kicked Lethal right in the balls. Um, Matt Taven and Dog Castle have a lot of history, so they have a match tonight. Bully Ray and Flip Gordon. Um, Flip had tr- something to prove to Bully. I mean, Bully had Silas um, take on anyone Billy wanted to face, so Billy brought in, or Flip brought in Sandman. Um, the winner got to pick whatever they wanted to do to the other, so Silas won, and he, Billy gave Flip... Uh, Bull, uh, Billy, wow. Billy gave Flip uh, 10 shots with a Singapore cane, and then I ended up with an I quit being set up for a final battle. So pretty damn good pay-per-view we watched. Very solid pay-per-view. Um, it kicked off with Kenny King versus Eli Isom, which was I, – I didn't know a lot about Eli Isom before this. Um, mm-hmm. I really like him now. <laughs> um, Kenny King's the old vet, so it's kind of like old school versus new school. Kenny King pretty much said as much. He came out saying – Eli was a commercial for the ROH Dojo, and the new school sucks. He likes the old school. Um, He attacked Isom with the microphone. The match started. Kenny King pretty much had to go from there. He did a crazy twisting corkscrew crossbody thing. What else did they do during this match? Kenny did like a scorpion deathlock and like an overhead stunner, which was cool. Oh, man. I'm trying to think what else happened. Isom hit a gory special at one point, which was nice. But at the end, the grizzled old vet, Kane King, got the win over Isom. He caught him on his shoulders um, and hit the fireman carry driver for the win. What did you think of that match? I didn't catch that match. I went right to the next one. Oh, okay. You started with with Tom, yeah. All right. Talk about it then. You started with this one. Hangman Page, Jeff Cobb. Uh, I'm a Hangman Page fan. Uh, I believe that man deserves gold. I don't care what companies he's at. You know, that man deserves gold. Um, To me, it was a match of uh, shooting star presses, man. It was a lot of moonsaults going on in this particular match. Um, Jeff Cobb is amazing. His size to be able to move the way he moves. Same thing with Page. Um, A lot of counters, a lot of strikes. It was hard hitting. I love the buckshot fucking lariat. One of my favorite moves. Um... Yeah, man, the match was dope. Jeff Cobb went over. Uh, like I said, it was a lot of 
a lot of moonsaults, a lot of flipping, a lot of every everything you want out of match. You know what I'm saying? It was really, really dope. Um, I had notes, and when I got to this match, I kind of like lost sight of all the notes because I realized, like, yo, I was so intrigued and what was going on. I felt like anytime I was stopping the pay per view when we had a podcast, couldn't really stop it. Anytime I write and look away, I would miss a move or miss a spot. So very, very good, very, 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 very great way to, and hot to start to really, really get the show um, rolling in motion. So, what, what were your thoughts, Kay? Again, kind of like you said, I mean, this was just another... This was one of the matches I was really looking forward to because I really like Jeff Cobb. I like his work he's done before coming to Ring of Honor with PWG and in uh, Lucha Underground um, when he was the monster Matanza Coito. I was really a fan of like, the way he worked and the way he moved. So seeing him versus Paige like, again, one-on-one in this matchup is, is solid because, like you said, it was the battle of the, of the shooting star presses. At one point, Cobb... Um, no, wait, what did, I think who was it? Someone hit like a lion salt type moon salt. Someone hit, then they were going back and forth doing like standing shooting star presses, yeah. um, inside, outside. Yeah, you know. they were doing it off the apron. Off like the apron. Hangman did one early off the apron. Um, it was just insane. And then with the, at the end, like he did, Cobb hit him with the helicopter, and then he hit him with two of the tour of the islands for the win. Like, mm-hmm. both these guys are huge stars. Absolutely. Like, these guys are huge stars. Like, Cobb already has the TV title. He's going to get there to that main event scene. Like, no question. Um, and Hangman, wherever he does go, because, I mean, they pretty much said as much last night because ROH was in Philly last night and they had Final Battle Fall. They pretty, the pr- pretty much said as much at the Elite's out. So, I mean, the, the elite. besides Marty for now. Shout out to Marty. We'll get into that when we talk about his match. Um, next up, we had the Women of Honor. Uh, championship it's a four-way elimination match this is the first time it's ever been defended at final battle sumi sakai versus madison rain versus karen q versus kelly klein um another solid match solid match hard hitting you know i mean okay so three falls i have to decide the winner here um i believe kelly klein who was the winner she 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 eliminated all three ladies in this match um uh, she the first girl I think she eliminated was Karen Q, I believe, right? Yeah, because there was a solid like little part in the beginning where Rain and Sumi Sakai were squaring off with each other, and it was really solid stuff. Right, like you had the old vet from Japan versus like Madison Rain, who's been around the block all over the U.S. and yeah. Canada and everywhere, and having those two go in the ring and go at each other was pretty cool. And then Karen Q came in. And put both of them in a Boston Crab, <laughs> right? Which was cool. Definitely um, was cool. And then Kelly Klein and Karen Q started working together, to take out them, and then they started beating up on Madison Rain. And then I, Kelly Klein just took over, man. And then it ended up being Kelly Klein that got the win. And I mean, Pretty she deserves she deserves that. I believe it's her first time with that championship. Um, so. Good display of respect afterwards, too. They hugged it out, um, her and Sumi Sakai. Because Sumi Sakai hit her with the Smash Mouth, which I believe no one's ever kicked out of since mm. she's been in Ring of Honor. So. And that's how you book it. That's how you make a new star, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty good, pretty good. Next, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Jonathan Gresham. What do you think about this one, boy? <sighs> um, anything you want in the match. Uh, it's very ground-based. Um, strike after strike, counter after counter. Once again, you know, I was trying to, you know, make my notes, but li- literally this match, you can't look away from, you can't look away. 
You know, it's just a constant battle between, you know, the two, some of the two best technical wrestlers in the world. Obviously, Zack Sabre Jr., I think he is the best technical wrestler in the world. Uh, very, very good. Uh, another solid match. Uh, I just like the way, and I appreciate the way, all right, Ring of Honor um, lays out their card. I feel like the difference in the matches kind of like, it feeds every crave you want for a certain type, certain style of wrestling. Yep. Um, this one, you know, is very, very hard hitting. I, re I really like this a lot. It's like that British strong style mixed with, you know, technical, mixed with some, you know, New Japan type shit, you know what I'm saying, at the same time. And, you know, I really, really enjoyed this match. Oh, for sure. I mean, you have Zack Sabre Jr., who's an international star. Jonathan Gresham, who's amazing and doesn't get as much recognition as he should i mean i feel like in 2019 he, he should have a huge year yeah matches he's, like that with him you know what i'm saying with someone of that caliber that faced you know the best wrestlers all over the world he's had some pretty good yeah. ones throughout this year i believe he took on uh lax him and uh chris brooks of cck in a progress match i believe they took on lax mm -hmm. for the tag team championships for progress and that match apparently that was like one of the best matches of the year so that's mm -hmm. crazy um he's had some really good singles matches this year um Again, like you said, this match was very technical, but then it started, they started like, I believe Gresham flipped them off and then they started just like slapping each other across the face. Yeah, um, it got real nasty. Yeah. And then the end, like, the end was crazy because I know we were talking before about like the Zack Sabres Jr.'s neck strength, like how he can just stand on the back of his head like that. He did it a couple of times. And then at the end, so Gresham goes for the pin and tries to go lean back like, like Zack usually does. And then Zach reversed it, and he did it, crossed his arms. He did it better and got the pin. Smiled and had his head stood on his head and got the pin. Like Flashy and finesse, you yep. know. Zach Sabre Jr. is just too he's, good, he's bro. He's the fucking man. He's too good. And then he, I forget who he fought. He fought somebody last night in Philly, too, and got a, a victory as well. No surprise. Um, next up, Matt Taven, the self-proclaimed real Ring of Honor world champion versus Dalton Castle. So Matt believes he's the Ring of Honor champion because... So they had a four-way match after Dalton Castle got hurt um, for the Ring of Honor World title. Matt Taven had a pin for like seven or eight seconds, but the ref wasn't there to count it. So he thinks he's supposed to be the champion. Jay Lethal ended up winning, but he built his own championship. He refers to himself as a champion. So it's announced before the bell that this match will be for Matt Taven's real Ring of Honor championship, the Purple Championship. What do you think of that, Bill? I love the story, and I love the belt. I don't care for Dalton Castle, you know, so... I really? Didn't really pay. Yeah, I don't know. What about the boys? Boys, boys, boys. I think they're hilarious. You know what I'm saying? But I, as far as his matches, I, it's just you know, it's hard. It's hard for me to get through his matches. Really? Um, yeah. Ah, see, I'm the opposite. I love Don Castle. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just I don't know. For I'm me, not a Matt Taven fan. On the other, I'm hand. not. I'm not a Matt Taven <laughs> fan either. You know what I'm saying? It was. It was like he's been around doing his thing. Like shout out to him. He's not a bad wrestler at all. Like he's been with the kingdom for a long time. But he's just I, not my cup of tea. I love Don Castle. I feel like Don Castle in the ring with certain you know superstars. You can probably get in his match a little bit more. Him being in there with Matt, I don't really care for both of them. Kind of like it was a, you know, it was it was a tough match to get through. Really? But, yeah, especially right. after seeing especially after seeing Zack Sabre Jr. You know, I'm going from that and then going into that. Well, I was like, get you ready because Don Castle might head to WWE or NXT soon. So. I can see that. I can see him so actually get ready for that. I, I can see him doing. He actually works his WWE style, so I feel like I can see that happening. And he, I might like him more when he gets WWE. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm I, the the pace of that. You know, his pace revolves around that WWE shit. But you just came after a Zack Zimmer Jr. match. Like, my, I'm still on the edge of my seat. Then I see that, oh, okay, this is a calm down, you know, slow, yeah. methodical pace. 
you know, more mm. story-driven match. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I love the story and I love the belt. Yeah, because they got everybody into it. I mean, TK Orion got into it. Vinny Marcellia got into it. Um, the boys got into it a little bit. The ref, like, got knocked down. So then yeah. he got hit with the belt. Um, he had a nice spot at the beginning where they were just doing ducking each other's clotheslines in the corner, which was nice, which was a cool spot. Um, what else happened? There was a lot of stuff. Dalton hit the banger ring outside the or the yeah the banger ring outside the ring. Then he hit it again inside or tried to hit it inside the ring and then um, did not get it because Taven grabbed the rope. Um, and then he Dalton tried to or no, Dalton did deliver the knees to Taven in the ring and then Taven countered another banger ring and hit an eclipse for the victory. So not an eclipse. Wow, climax. The eclipse is totally Ember Moon. <laughs> it's a good finisher too, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, you know, it's just it's just tough. It's tough for me, but you know, more story, more story driven, you know, match. I enjoyed it, but I liked, it. like I said, I liked every every single match on this card, especially the next one, Christopher Daniels versus Marty the Villain, Skrull. So this could possibly again not be a last match for another guy in ROH, Christopher Daniels. Daniels has no contract coming up unless he somehow become become champion or number one contender, which is if he beats Marty in this match is what he will become, number one contender. So exactly what you expect from these two is just another good match. I mean, that was the theme of the night. It was a good match. I mean, the one cool spot was when they were outside the ring and Daniels hit the Arabian moonsault on Skrull. That was cool. Um, then he broke his finger. I love when he break like does the finger shit. And then I people do. go, You sit fuck, you sit fuck. I just think he's just he's a fucking superstar, man. We're talking about we're Yo, talking Marty? about Yeah, we're talking about oh, image. Fuck yeah. We're talking about style, finesse, we're talking about signature moves, the shit that he does to engage with the crowd, with the fingers. You know the whoa, whoa, even something as simple as he that, did the man. tombstone in this match too. Oh, I loved Cross, it. And he crossed oh, the arms like it. the Undertaker. And then he grabbed it. Yeah, I loved it, man. <laughs> that shit is amazing. That's what I'm saying. Paying respect to the old and still and he does and still, the chicken wing. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's just dope, man. You know, it's a guy that wrestles with a lot of you know character. You know what I'm saying? Knows his character so well. Every time though that he hits graduation. That move, I'm always like, still not sure, like what it's what he does. Right. Like, do you ever like yeah. when he hits graduation? I'm still like, I'm like, what? How? What are you doing? Like, I'm because it's like weird thing, and then he's like holding their hand as they fall. Like it's weird. Like I don't yeah. know. But I mean, it's still a cool looking move. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still a cool move. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but eventually, Marty locked on the chicken wing, and Daniels tapped out. I love so his Marty's music. Still number one. I love the video. If he ever was to debut in WWE, he needs to keep the music and keep the same video. I don't know what you got to do to sign off on that, but that should forever be his theme because that shit is amazing. Well, for now, he's not going anywhere because last night. So we'll we'll talk about we'll 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 skip and we'll go a little bit. We'll go bounce back bounce back and forth. So um, ROH was in Philly last night. Shout out to a lot of people that were there. Uh, I could not be there last night, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Had some family stuff been going on, so I haven't been able to get there to any shows the past couple weekends. But so Marty debuts his new faction. So basically, he comes out in the ring and he's by himself. And then the kingdom come out saying, "Oh, your boys are leaving you. Like you're all by yourself. You're alone." And then the lights go out. He's like, "I ain't come alone." And the lights go out. Lights come back on. Brody King's in the ring. Place goes nuts. Lights go out. Electricity starts going off on the uh, Titantron. Lights come back on. PCO's in the ring. 
fucking go crazy. The crowd's going crazy. PCO, PCO. Fucking, they wipe out the kingdom. Um, PCO does a moonsault off the freaking top rope onto the outside, onto the kingdom. Brody King just wiping people out like villain enterprises, baby. I love it because you know I love those two. You know, I love all three, but you know I love Brody. You know I love PCO. Love Marty, so I'm excited for Villain Enterprises now. Uh, about uh, to get real crazy. About to get crazy in ROH, bro. Yeah. Especially, like, I could see Jeff Cobb going against them. Like, uh, the Jeff Cobb match. I mean, I told you about that triple threat. Jeff Cobb. It's Jeff Cobb versus PCO versus Brody King. It's out there somewhere if you can find it online. I'm sure you can. So now that they're all in ROH, I want to see, like, some variation of one-on-ones and tag teams with all that sh- three triple threats with all them like i love the three of them but anyway chris daniels lost to marty and <laughs> final battle this was cool uh because chris daniels was like on the top rope he was like everyone's going thank you daniels and then bully comes out low blows him pushes him out of there and, <laughs> and bully and the crowd's like Fuck. he got he's got like nine lives thing like so Bully don't stop so like so wwe retires him and he, you know, I thought it was because of injury. That's what I was reading. And then he becomes a Hall of Famer. And then he, you know, basically come. Been working with ROH for the past couple of years. Yeah. And he's doing his fucking I love thing. his character. Like yeah. he's, he's been working with, like, beer, uh, the Beer City Bruisers, um, Silas Young. Yeah. I love the work with Shane Flip. Taylor, yeah. Briscoes, Flip. Like, awesome. I like what he's doing, man. Um, but he comes out in the crowd's chair. Fuck you, bully. Uh, bully picks up the mic. He says, Flip Gordon, let's do this right now. So Flip comes out. That's fire. The balcony with like tactical gear, the American flag waving. To a fucking kidno stick. Yeah. This guy's like, he looked great, man. Yeah. I mean, Cody even said like he's the future of ROH. Cody said on Busted Open, like he said he is the future of ROH. Like he yeah. even said, I don't want to admit it. But he is um, <laughs> like, dude, dude, like I love Flip. I met him in an airport um, on my way back from All In. Really, yeah, that's right. Really, really, really did. cool dude, man. Love Flip, man. Respect, respect, man. Um, I love the way I love the way uh, Bubba is, you know, is, is, is getting them over, man. It's um, it's fucking awesome, man. It's really, really dope. I love their work. Yeah. Even back to the work that they did in All In and then to lead up to now. It's just fucking dope. Awesome. And then the match, like. I know Flip at one point did like the RVD through the chair, did the roundhouse. Yeah. Uh, Bully like tried to bring a table. Yeah. Uh, then Flip brought another table out. Then there was two tables. Nobody was using them. Bully starts yelling at Carrie Silk, and then he starts yelling at the ring announcer. Gets involved. The ref gets involved. And Colt hops in there. Yeah, Colt. I like how then they kept, Chris Daniels. Yeah, I like how they kept teasing like the the the, uh, the fire spot. Yeah. I, I thought that it was about to happen because they kept. Someone kept coming out. Silas it, Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I thought that it was going to happen. And then, you know, who who showed up, Kay? Cheeseburger came, came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody came Cole out. Cole came out. Yeah. Like, Chris Daniels came Like, everybody fucking came out, dude. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> was like, then, then Sandman. I think out. Daniels came out. Did he? Did I, I'm not just imagining that. Yeah, he came no, out. No, Sandman came out. That's right. And Daniels came out also. Okay. Like, yeah, like everybody yeah, came so out was like, this match. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of people coming out of this match <laughs> as, we, as we talk about it. Yeah, and then eventually, like, he, he's... Oh, my God. And then and then Flip just gets the two kendo sticks and just starts whacking the shit out of Bully. He just keeps hitting him and hitting him and hitting him. And then Billy Ray finally quits. And Flip wins, baby. Yeah. Flip wins, he's baby. He's busted open, too. Flip, 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 yeah. Philadelphia. Flip, flip, flip. 
Philadelphia. Yeah, Flip bled. You know what I'm saying? He he bled oh, for the cause. Oh, he was bleeding all over the place, man. Yeah, man. It's awesome. Oh my god. I think was that his girl? I think that was his girl. Yeah, that was well. his girl. That's what they were yeah, saying. That's awesome. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, Bully. That's why Carrie and Silken came out. Everybody was coming out because Bully yeah. was gonna put his girl through a table I, outside you know, the ring. That would have been a fire way. Like, that would have been a fire way to like for him to lose though too. And we know time. Bully will do it. We've seen him do it to fucking May Young or whatever her name, right? <laughs> May Young, like yeah, put her through a table. That shit. Like, you know he will do it. They could have killed me. Did, did. Oh, my God. So, that's what was crazy. Like, Bully yeah. was getting the heat all kinds of ways. Bully still got <laughs> it, man. Bully never Bully never lost it. He knows how to get Bully never get lost it. Because even when he went to TNA Impact, he still was killing it. Like, Bully never he lost knows, it. He knows what it's like to be a hill. He knows how to get heat. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to work, too. Um, yeah, always safe. Bully. And if you guys don't listen to Busted Open with Bully on there with Dave LaGreca, they're fucking awesome, too. Yeah, I got to keep checking out. Yeah. Uh, next up, ROH World Championship match. Again, like I talked about at the beginning, Cody's first match in ROH was against Jay Lethal. The birth of the American Nightmare, as he said. So this is for the Ring of Honor World Championship match. You have Cody with Brandy Rhodes. They came out looking like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the champ, Jay Lethal. Talk about putting somebody over and doing a job. I mean, the J kicked out of every fucking finishing move under the sun, man. Um, even even got a spear, you know what I'm saying, with, with her metal plate and, like, her arm. Yeah, that yeah. That was fucking awesome. Um, I just, well, for what I just love the way uh, Cody's matches. Um, Jay did the gold dust story. thing, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was Where he set up awesome. Cody, pulled his legs apart, did that. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> he, he went for it. Did he get the? I don't remember. Did he, get, he didn't get it off, right? I don't he, think Cody moved because that's when Brandy came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just love how the way Brandy um, interacts in his match. I, I like how you know she takes bumps. It's it's, it's awesome, man. Uh, you know, Jay is a great worker. Cody is a great worker. Even when he, I love when he does. You know the odd, the, you know the tribute to uh, Dusty. You know what I'm yeah. saying in the ring every time he does that is is, is awesome. You they know? did a lot of the working. They did a lot of old school stuff like wrap. I love when people go and work the leg and wrap the leg around the ring posts, and then yeah. they worked that the whole match, and then they both did the figure four. Yeah. Um. So it was pretty cool. And I like how when he oh and 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 Jay uh, low blowed Cody, which was like lo- uh, payback from two years ago, which was yeah. cool. Yeah. And I love how like he pinned like he brought him past the middle, like to where when he locked in you know. Uh, the the uh, submission move to, to win the match he he didn't bring him in the middle of the ring he brought him like a little bit further so it was yeah. a little bit more harder for him you know just just little simple uh things to add to the actual story oh and then when lethal hit six suicide dives oh yeah, <laughs> yeah outside yeah. the ring yeah that was crazy yeah like I said putting some talk about putting somebody over he kicked yeah. out of like uh hit two crossroads hit two crossroads um I think he hit four. finger four he hit like another one of his I don't I don't, I don't recall his uh What's the name of his other finisher? Who, Cody? Yeah, he the kicked The disaster out. kick? Yeah. Uh, the thing where he, like, turns him backwards and lifts him up on his shoulders. The Alabama slam? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he kicked out everything. I mean, but it was a great match. Yeah, yeah and then Jay hit the lethal awesome. injection. Did he hit? Yeah, right? Is that how he won? Yeah. No. No, no, no. no, 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 no. He did no. the figure four. He did the yeah, figure four. Yeah, he kicked out a lethal That's injection. Right. He yeah. did the lethal injection, yeah. kicked out. Then he did the figure four. And then, yep, 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 yep. You're right. He then, just tapped out because that's what you said. Yeah, he pulled him back in the ring. Yeah. That's right. And then you see um, Nick Aldis came out. I was going to say, at the end of the ring, no, because at first Marty came out to stare at oh, yeah, Jay because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the number one contender. Yeah. Then, as Cody and Brandy were leaving, Aldis came out with whoever that girl. I don't really know who that girl is. She looks amazing. But the NWA champion came out. Um, He just stared at both of them, Marty and 
um, Jay, and then he just left. Yeah. So, like, I don't care if we get a triple threat. I don't care if we get Jay versus Marty. I don't care if we get Marty versus Aldis. I don't care if we get Jay. I want it all. It's a great night of wrestling. Did not expect to see him. <laughs> Did not yeah. expect to see Aldis come out there. That's dope. But NWA and Ring of Honor working together. I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, Still, why not? Main event time, bro. Man, Ladder oh, Wars. Man. Ladder Wars. SCU. Kazarian and Scorpio Sky versus the Briscoe Brothers versus the Young Bucks. Those belts are awesome. Yeah. What did, I don't even know. Young what Bucks came begin. out looking like <laughs> Marty and fucking Sean the Rockers. <laughs> yep. That was awesome. Uh, man, it's hard to talk or call or even like break down a Young Bucks match, let alone with the Briscoes. <laughs> Too much going on. You know, let, let alone with SCU, man. The beginning was very, very dope. Um, they basically hit all types of, you know, finishers and maneuvers on the outside, like a lot of dives that was going on. Um, everybody got taken out in the beginning. Like I said, it was, it was very difficult. But, you know, the Young Bucks got their shit off, and then SCU got their shit off, and then the Briscoes got their shit off. You know what I'm saying? It was the best way to really promote it. Uh, Bucks took a lot of nasty uh, table spots in this particular match. You're talking about the one where Matt, was it Matt or Matt got pushed off? Yeah, Matt got ladder. pushed off. He fell through the first one head first and didn't make the second one. nasty. Yeah, Nick. Uh, Both the Briscoes were bleeding all over the place. Yeah, yeah, that they was crazy. Brought the staple gun out. Yeah, that was crazy. Matt took like a, you know, flip <laughs> and fell, you know, on his back. You know what I'm saying? On the outside. Um, yeah, but I, I had a feeling Briscoes were going to win. You know, like like he said when he came out, this is our fucking house. I, I truly believe that. You know, Briscoes are fucking amazing. Did you catch the nice little spot where Matt brought the sledgehammer out but did not use it? Yeah, I did see that. Did not use it? I hope that's foreshadowing. He is not going in WWE. That's kind of crazy. Um because I thought that was pretty cool. Um, dude, all of them were like, both Briscoes were bloody. Kazarian was bloodied. Um, the end was when, because they're, they're all fighting on the top. Um, that's when Matt was in. Yeah, that's when Nick got tossed through the ladder or through the table, or I think it was, right? Mm-hmm. And then Kazarian got tossed off the ladder through the table, through the ring, and then Jay grabbed the titles. Ten time champs, bro. That's a record for Ring of Honor. Ten time champs. They That's are crazy. Ring of Honor. Yeah. Because, again, like, all those other guys in this match could not be – this could be in their last match. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. All of them. Like, they all could be leaving. Like, SCU could be leaving, and the Bucks are probably leaving. Like, we've already heard as much. So, especially the, from the, 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 last night in Ring of Honor, apparently they said their goodbyes and everything. But Bucks lose. Cody loses. Hangman loses but marty wins so everybody that's leaving lost marty's still staying he won um marty's contract makes sense make it makes sense because it's longer but back to that fucking ladder match i mean does that top the best ladder war match i mean it's up there that was fucking crazy i mean matt at one point hit an inverted code red on scorpio sky which was pretty cool um, Definitely. Trying to think, like I wrote some stuff down, but like you said, it's so much. I mean, Kazarian hit like a second rope code breaker on Nick Jackson, Amazing. who was on the ladder. <laughs> like, yeah. There was just like so many things. Like there was an assisted slingshot cutter through a table to the outside. I think SCU did that on Mark Briscoe. Like, so many crazy things happened in this match. Like, 
SCU, <laughs> SCU. I love those guys too. Like it's pretty, it's pretty great that they finally are getting recognition because they've all been around for so long. I am a Young Bucks fan, so it's hard Same. Same. for me to call them, talk their matches like without being biased, man. But to me, you know, they're the best tag team I've ever witnessed in my life. Period. Forever. Yeah, forever. Forever. But overall, great, great, great pay-per-view. Ring of Honor's final uh, pay-per-view of the year. What? Final battle. Final battle in Ring of Honor for a lot of these guys. I can never not see the best hot tag in the world of professional wrestling with Nick Jackson. Yeah. I can never go without seeing it. I never get tired of seeing that. I know. Um, but, yeah, that was, it was a solid solid pay-per-view. I can't wait to see um, you know the Philadelphia show. Um, unfortunately, I, I thought it was going to be on the site last night. But, you know, I was off. I was wrong. So next up, ML M L W. What is now first kid? live show on being sports? I couldn't see it. You know what I'm saying? You DVR'd yeah, they posted it. it on YouTube a little late. They apologized for it and everything, so oh, you didn't no, get to see it. Right. I had DVR'd it. I wasn't gonna miss it because um, I was watching Final Battle, so I was bouncing back and forth. Um, first, awesome show, awesome start for them for their first show. Um, MLW want to again Cotto Brazil. We interviewed him last week. He was in this opening matchup. First, we saw right away as soon as they opened up low key and his his uh, little company in there. They were attacking Filthy Tom Lawler, and then that's right as soon as we got on the air. So that would kind of be a theme throughout the night. But they kick it off with this ladder match. Who it'll be El Gringo Loco, Hijo de L.A. Park, Desmond Xavier, and our boy from last week, Cotto Brazil, who we had interviewed. You can check that out. Um, supposed to be a four-man ladder match, but there was a late addition, my friend. As Desmond Xavier is walking out, Teddy Hart attacks him, um, and it's announced that he is the fifth person. So Eho and Teddy work together, and they clean everybody out, man. Um, they work towards the stage, and they team up, and, and Ace, they, they took out our boy Kodo, man. They took him out with a chair. They took him out with a ladder. They do some damage to his leg. So he's out of the match for a while. He's taken out early, man. He's taken to the back early. Damn. So EO and Teddy have quite a good few exchanges in the in in the ring and throughout the match. I mean, at one point they're going toe to toe in the ring. Teddy hits a nice little tornado DDT off the top rope to Gringo Loco. Um, Teddy at one point hits a moonsault off the top rope onto a ladder. Um, great showing from really everybody in this match, but especially Teddy and EO, I, I felt. Um, later in the match, Kodo comes back out of the chair. You know, he's ready. I was like, oh, is he gonna do it? He had the chair in hand. He starts cleaning the house. He's climbing up. He's on top of the ladder. Um, but he's eventually stopped in his tracks. And eventually your winner and new MLW middleweight champion would be Teddy friggin' Hart, one part of the Hart Foundation. I mean, I really wanted Kodo to win this, but I get it. I get it. Um, shout out to Teddy. Teddy's been doing this a long time. So I'm a big fan of, of the Hart Foundation. So... Um, him, Bill, Pillman Jr., and Davey Boy Jr., um, they're doing really good things for MLW. So I'm happy with it. Teddy's a good guy to put the belt on. He's a solid staple there um, now that he's back there. Um, so I'm excited to see what he can do with it and just, like, the matchups we're going to get. But hopefully Cotto gets a shot first. I know you're upset. It's always another show, Cotto. My guy. Keep February. February, we will see you there. February, maybe you'll get the title there. Maybe that's what he was holding out for. 
He did say he'll see us there, so hopefully he'll have the title shot there. He'll win it. What do you think? Maybe we'll have to stay tuned and we'll find out. Fridays, be in sports. Um, Next up, dude, like, please watch this as soon as we get done here because it's on now. It's on there now. I'm definitely going to watch it. All right, so... DJ Z versus Dragon Lee, the current CMLL lightweight champion, freaking legend, Dragon Lee. So both of these guys are phenomenal, dude. Like, I can't say enough about these guys. Like, lightweight champion, the best cruiserweights, lightweights, whatever you want to call them in the world. Like, these guys are two of them. Um, the, the beginning, they were just, like, feeling each other out. Uh, they started off countering. Um, they're even, they even end up doing a roll, and then they, like, taunt each other while they're on the ground, like Almas does to people and Naito does. They were both, like, looking at each other. Then they get a little bit more physical, like exchanging blows. Uh, DJ Z knocks Lee, uh, Dragon Lee outside the ring, flips him over the top rope uh, onto Lee onto the floor. Or he flips over the top rope onto Lee on the floor, sorry. Um, at one point, there was a nice dragon, or like a, a lion salt from DJ Z that he got two for. Um, dragon Lee did a nice shoulder breaker. I'm trying to think, like, there was a couple things that were really cool. Like, Dragon Lee had a nice snap German. Um, what else? There was one really cool thing. DJZ reversed Dragon Lee into a Canadian Destroyer, which was nice. And, but eventually, the Dragon Driver was hit by Dragon Lee, and Dragon Lee won his big debut for MLW. So, really solid. Like, MLW's really got a lot of talent. And to see him added on and DJZ added on to all the guys they already have there. The sky is the limit now that they are like going live every now and then. Hopefully, this is the first of many shows going live because their roster can rival just about anybody right now. Like, you know what I mean? They, they have that kind of talent. And I love how, like, it's ours on YouTube. So, you know, you can check it out. And, um, on YouTube, it's on BN Sports. They have their own network online. So, if you go online and you sign up, you can buy their whole show. So, like, the whole show from Friday. I think it's like five bucks on their MLW TV if you sign up or something. You just buy it for five bucks. So you can watch their whole taping from the other night. Awesome. So like they'll come out like over the week, but like you can just watch the whole thing. I think. Yeah, pretty awesome. sure. I kind of just glanced at it, but I'm pretty sure that's what you can do. So they have their own radio station and all this shit. Like not radio station, but like their own episodes and stuff. Yeah, uh, bro. Pretty much podcasts. So no, I mean, they're. Check it out. I mean, Tony Schiavone's calling the action for them, so they're doing big things. Um, so yeah, Dragon League gets his debut victory. Teddy Hart, MLW middleweight champion. Then they go backstage. Selena De La Renta. She's trying to leave with Low Key, LA Park, Elio De La, LA Park, um, all them. And then Filthy Tom Waller comes out, so he tries to attack them. They go to commercial with uh, the Parks trying to fight off Lawler. Then they um, hype up MLW Super Fight in Philly. We're going to be there February 2nd, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so Filthy Tom Lawler's taking on uh, Low Key for the Heavyweight Championship, which is going to be that's going to be awesome. I'm hoping Filthy Tom can get that title off Low Key because I'm, I'm tired of Low Key. And I hope my man Kodo <laughs> ends up the middleweight champion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for sure. Um, then backstage we have, like I was just talking about, the Hart Foundation dude, Brian Pillman Jr., Brian Pillman Jr., Brian Pillman Jr. That's all I'm going to say. So they have him like play an arcade game with Teddy Hart, and they're like arguing. Then he's working out while he's on the phone, asking the front desk for all this shit. Then Pillman and Teddy are standing there, and Teddy gives them a Rookie of the Year award from MLW. Pillman starts crying, giving an acceptance speech, and hugging Teddy. 
I just love Pillman Jr. I think he's going to be like he's the sky's the limit for him, dude. He's only been around like wrestling for not that long. Like he broke his leg, so he was out for a little bit, but he's back. Um he's been doing some good things. He just had a match with Tommy Dreamer recently, which is pretty pretty good. Um So yeah. Now I'll watch you right after this. I approve of no, I know you uh, do, Brian, Brian Pillman Jr. and the Hart Foundation. Like I said, guys, stop sleeping on MLW. Start watching because I'm going to start talking about it even more. We're going to start breaking it down more. So if you like it, start watching it. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I'm definitely going to watch it. I'll take your word for it, Kay. Let everybody it, know where they can follow us at, though, bro. I was, gonna, I was just about to say, like, if you guys don't know, if you need to be reminded of wrestling, get updates on shit. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Wrestle <laughs> underscore Cave. That's where I constantly posting about all the matches that are happening. That's where Casey uh, live tweeting stuff when I can, tweeting stuff after when I want to, whenever the hell I want to do. Uh, Instagram Wrestle Cave. That's you holding it down. Um, Facebook Wrestle Cave Podcast. Like us or join our Facebook group. We got about thirteen hundred, almost fourteen hundred other awesome people in there that we talk wrestling with. Um, that's in our private group. So join that. Have a good time with us. Um, now to the main event of the night. We had CMLL star El Toro Blanco, the leader of Los Ingobernables, Roosh, who also recently debuted with MLW. He's killing it, too. He's going to be, well, he already is a huge star for people who don't know, but he's going to do some huge things coming in MLW and other promotions, too. Watch out for him in 2019. Um, but he was taking on Rich Swan. Another really good match. Um I can't say enough about like what these what MLW is able to do with like putting together these matchups that you really won't see anywhere else. Like we talked to Kodo about last week. Like where else are you gonna see like Roosh, a CMLL freaking icon legend taking on Rich Swan? Like, you know what I mean? Where else are you gonna see DJ Z taking on Dragon Lee? Like, you know what I mean? Nowhere. And then like uh, to your point, I'm glad that um, Rich Swan didn't quit wrestling because WWE let him go. You know, now we're seeing matches like this that we wouldn't never get a chance to see. So, to your point, yeah, it's I can't believe that the era that we're living in is so beautiful with all this different wrestling that you can get every week. So, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Legend versus you know the future. The end saw Swan go for a 450, but Rush gets his knees up. Um, he hits uh, Swan with the Rush driving. Or the Roosh driver, sorry, I keep calling him Rush. It's Roosh. Roosh with the Roosh driver and gets the win. Um, the LA Park comes out because April 4th, 2019, NYC before WrestleMania weekend, Roosh will take on LA Park. Another great matchup you're not going to see really anywhere else. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, but again, a really, 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 really good start. Um, another good show. Another. Start to their live broadcast, so hopefully many, many more to come on BN Sports for MLW. Um, I'm going to talk about them a lot more, so I hope people really like it. Um, yeah. I want to talk about something else really quick before we talk about New Japan, because we had Evol Evolve 117 last night, where we had a bunch of NXT stars there. Um, so basically, um, Cassius Ono beat Darby Allen with a ripcord rolling elbow to the back of the head. Um, Street Profits took on the Workhorsemen, Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake, but that went to a no contest because Eddie Kingston, of all people, showed up. Um, and then Montez Ford called out Eddie Kingston. Um, 
for a January title match. Or January, not title match, January match. Um, and then Austin Theory beat Roderick Strong and Fabian Eichner to become the Evolve World Champion. Mm. I gotta check that out. I thought that it was not the way I thought that match was gonna go down. <laughs> right. Um, but they have one Evolve 18 tonight, um, which is gonna see. Let me pull up that card because that card has some more guys involved in that too. Let me see if I can get that up for you. From Deer Park, New York. If it wants to show up, what do we got? Yeah, so they got Cassius Ono versus Anthony Henry. Roderick Strong versus Darby Allen, which is what I would want to see. Um, Street Profits defend their championships. And then I guess not Fabian Eichner, since he lost, is going to take on AR Fox. Let's get into, you know, New Japan a little bit. They had two big shows over the weekend. Um, the first night saw some good matchups. The second night was probably stole the show, though. Um, we'll break down the first night. So the first night, Tiger Mask, Jushin Thunder Liger, Hanma, and Kushida uh, beat Toya Hana. <clears throat> Hanare, uh, Ren, Narita, Yoshida, and Yuyu. I don't know these people. So whatever. Shingo Tag- Takagi defeated Shoto Uminu. Um, Goto and Rocky Romero beat Suzuki and Azuka, which I was kind of surprised by that. Um, I love Suzuki. I love Goto. I love Definitely Ishii. Definitely love Suzuki. I love, love Ishii, Ishii. So I want like a triple threat of those three all the time. Yeah. Just smacking each other in the mouth if I could. Yeah. Like beating the shit out of each other. Suzuki, Goto, Ishii all day. How many concussions do you think they've <laughs> had or going to have by like the end, of career, the end of career? Suzuki and Ishii just for the, those matches. They, uh, why do you say it like that? They, you hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suzuki and Ishii alone probably like a million just from the mat, one match they've had. Yeah. Um, next match was uh, Rapongi 3K with Ishii. They beat Taichi, El Desperado, and Kanemaru. I'm a big fan of Des- El Desperado and Kanemaru, the uh, junior tag champs. Um, really big fan of theirs. But I believe there's another triple triple threat that they are defending at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but I do hope they win. Um, next we had... <clears throat> I don't know what's going on in my throat today. Uh, we had the Bullet Club OGs, the Bullet Club Firing Squad. We had Tamatanga, Tonga Raw, Taiji Ishimori, and Bad Luck Fale beat LIJ. They beat Naito, Evil, Sonata, and Bushi. Um, and then Okada versus Gato, man. So much history, so much shit. Like, so Gato and Okada, like, linked forever. Like, and Okada finally got the chance to beat him, and he did. Um,. I haven't gotten a chance to watch this whole match, so I don't really want to break it down too much so I get to watch the whole thing. Um, but from what I hear, pretty entertaining. Um, and then we had the final uh, main event for this show was Tanahashi, Osprey, Yano, and Mak- Makabe versus, I mean, the Elite, Omega, Abushi, Yujiro, and Chase Owens, the crown jewel. Um, but Osprey, Tanahashi... Yanu and Makabe get the W. Um, again, I didn't see all that one either because I actually was saving myself for the second uh, event, which I'm glad I freaking did, dude. Did you watch the second night? I watched one of the nights. I'm a little <laughs> confused on which night is is what. It's hard to keep up yeah. because like 
their shows come on at like one in the morning, so like yeah, it's a different day, and I'm like whatever. Um, but yeah, this 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 one was yeah this this is the one I like. This probably be the uh, night I, I did see, thinking it was the first night when it was really the second. Um, some you watched? Did you watch the Golden Lovers versus Osprey versus and Tanahashi? No, no, I didn't see. Oh, Whatever I watched, it had Ibushi winning the actual title. That was the tag. That was the World Tag League final. That yeah, was that was from, the last thing I've seen. That was from last so you're week. telling me they had two nights since then? That, that was, was from last night. weekend, bro. Yeah, I was I was catching up. Like I, I had, yeah, to, bro. When I go on New Japan, it's so hard to read. It's it's whole. It's a it's a lot going. You gotta on. yeah. You like, gotta even even with even with it being like English, like it's a yeah, lot. It's, it's a lot coming at you. So it's tough. Yeah, I thought that was like I one finally of the, figured it out. So I've been able to. Yeah. But yeah. Nah, you but missed please, the. Oh, you need to go on like as soon as I we get done with this and watch this Listen, match. I got my kids the rest of the day, so <laughs> I'm between my kids and that, it's all I'm going to be doing is watching that. So, so I I recommend watching this second show first. If if you only have time for one, I highly recommend watching this show. Um, well, I'll start um, Rapongi 3K with Rocky Marrow. So all of all of Rapongi 3K took on Jushin Thunder Liger, uh, Tao Hanare, and Tiger Mask, which was. Very good match. Um, I love Show and Yo. They're like one of my favorite tag teams. Um, then again, my dudes, all three of them in the ring. For, I mean, for all four of these dudes, um, Suzuki and Azuka versus Got- Goto and Ishii. I mean, dude. Anytime like, they're in like, the ring, Ishii's in the ring. Ishii, at one point in this match, Ishii and Suzuki are just going toe to toe, like just like elbowing, like right square in the jaw, like. And I love it. Like, they just don't care, dude. Like, they don't care what happens to them. And I love it. Like, I'm legit. Yeah. I think I tweeted out while I was watching this. I was like, I'm legitimately scared of Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really am. Yeah. But Ishii and Goto won, surprisingly. I, I mean, I, I always root for Suzuki because he's the man. And I'm afraid of him. But solid match, dude. Like, go definitely check this one out um, if you haven't watched it yet. Um Next matchup, Evil and Sonata t- uh, taking on and defeating. I mean, I kind of figured this was going to happen, but Tokyo Pimp and the Crown Jewel, uh, they beat Yujiro and Chase Owens. Um, good match, but, I mean, again, there was a good spot where, like, Chase was trying to tie up Sonata, which he always tries to do, like, do the little thing and put his arms and leg, hit between his legs and, like, tie him up. Mm-hmm. And he thought he had him, and then Sonata just popped out of it and did it to him. <laughs> so that was a pretty good spot, but. Evil Sonata just too much, man. I mean, come on. Those guys just won back-to-back World Tag League Finals. Mm-hmm. Come on. You ain't messing with them. You ain't messing with them right now. Um, then we had the rest of LIJ. Uh, Naito, Bushi, and Shingo uh, taking on and defeating Taichi, Kanemaru, and Desperado. Another good match, but Taichi, Kanemaru, and Desperado tried to like get one up on him at the beginning and like try attacking him and stuff, but... Naito, Bushi, Shingo, too much. Lij is just too much, man. They're, the, they're in my opinion, they're like the hottest faction in New Japan right now. I think, in my opinion, because like, yes, Bullet Club's up there doing their thing, but like, all the belts, like, not all the belts, but I mean, they 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 could have a lot of belts after the Wrestle Kingdom. You know what I mean? Yeah. After this match, though, your boy Chris Jericho came out and attacked Naito with a chair. He attacked everybody, basically, and he just went crazy. Um, he was went through the crowd afterwards, staring down fans. Fans were, like, trying to touch him. He was just staring him down, like, crazy Chris is back, face fainted up, new shirt, 
had a nice hat on, like everything, the whole thing, because they had a press conference before this in the morning, and Naito spit something at him, and pff, it just escalated. Obviously, Chris carried it over to later. Um, next match, that's just Chris Jericho, though, like doing Chris Jericho. You know what I mean? Yeah, we we at this point we we can guess that he's going to be in the crowd somewhere. I mean, that's usually if he if you know he's going to have a big show, or if there is a big show, he's going to be there trying to attack somebody. Um, but then next was Bullet Club OGs again. Um, Fale, Tama, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, Jay White, and Bone Soldier, Taiji Ishimori versus Okada. This was a weird pairing. Like Hanma, Kushida, Yano, Makabe, and Okada. You had three different factions all together. But good match. But, you know, at the end, they kind of got one up on Okada at the end there. And then I'm excited for that match at Wrestle Kingdom between Jay White and Okada. Like, Ooh, I can't wait for that match, dude. Like, it's going to be something special. we got, like, a little less than three weeks. I think it's, like, a little about three weeks till then, three or four weeks. So I'm going to try to watch it live. I did last year. I did last year. So maybe we can live stream. Yeah. Come over. You, I'll come here or something. Yeah, let's do it. And finally, and what could possibly be, yes, I'm saying this, could possibly be one of the match of the year. That's why I said we we can't do the Russell Caves till the end of the year because there's a lot of shit that's happening this weekend. Yeah. Um, Possibly, I'm throwing it in there for match of the year candidate. Kenny Omega and Cody, Kota Ibushi, the Golden Lovers, against Tanahashi and Will Ospreay. I'm sure every, like, my computer just shut down. How, like, awesome is that? that <laughs> I got that out. Yeah. I was trying to rush th- to get to that before my computer shut down because I had all my work. notes and stuff written. Hey, look. So now I have to get through this last part without. If, if your computer doesn't die, <laughs> you're not putting in work. Yeah, my computer, I'm, I, my computer always dies. Like, I've been putting in work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll try to do this without my notes now. Um, from what I like, there was a one. I'm sure everyone has seen the like thing, the little gif meme, whatever. Of so, Coda was on the top rope. I know Will Osprey was on top rope, and Coda tried to do like a Hurricane Rana, and Will Osprey just flipped out of it, landed on his feet, and just stare like stands there. And whoever did this like camera angle, did you see this? No, of course not. All right, let me see the. Let me see if I, <laughs> I can find. I don't this. even want to see it. I no, it's you need, no, you need to see this thing. Like I'm telling you, you need to see this. Like, you need to see this thing. Like he flips out. I'm pretty sure I retweeted it out. I don't even know at this point because I was tweeting a lot. I've been up since. I've been up for a while, <laughs> as you could probably tell. Yeah, here you go, dude. Let me make sure it gets back to the beginning. Yeah, just wait. Yeah, just wait till it gets to the beginning of that. So like, Osprey flips out, and then whoever does the camera work for it, they're just like staring at each other. It's like some Marvel shit. Like, that's crazy. Um, so like, there were so many little things in there, right? There were so many little moments in there that were like, I can't wait to watch fucking Coda versus. Uh, Osprey, like that's leading off, and then we're finishing with Kenny versus Tanahashi. Like that's gonna and be crazy. I, I put in the group that I wanted to see this match, so shout out to Sid for reminding me that I actually wanted to see this match. Yeah, it's going down. It's going to definitely um, be one of the showstone matches. And but, I hear it's starting the actual show. So, oh my god, Osprey Ibushi, yeah, yeah. There were so many good things in this match. Like at one point, they both did like the golden triangle moonsault on the opposite side of the rings. The Golden Lovers did. They did. Um, so many, there was a good sequence with um, Osprey and Omega for a little bit in there, and then Osprey did a double. Spanish fly off the top row to to both Abushi and Kenny. 
crazy man. I'm telling you, man, this was probably like like I'm telling you, they waited for a good time, like right at the end of the year to put this in. This could have been match of the year for me, bro. After we wrap this shit up, I'm telling you, check it out. It was really good, really good match. Um, It got me even more excited for this Wrestle Kingdom, dude. Like this, that's why I said if you have time to watch the one of these two events, watch the second night because it'll really get you jacked up for Wrestle Kingdom, bro. I'm gonna throw it on. (laughs) Match of the year candidate, check it out. But at the end, in the end, the Golden Lovers won. So I cannot wait. And then Kenny at the end sang a Christmas song to everybody, so it was cool. Greatest. <laughs> Love them. Yeah, man. Love them. So what do we cover today? We covered WWE. Yeah, predictions. TLC, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, MLW, Ring of Honor, Final Battle. We covered New Japan. Our, our I'm dying. Probably most well-rounded, you know, show here. I'm dying. You know, I'm exhausted. I'm dying. You're killing. That's because you're killing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying, bro. But yeah, man. What do we is... got next? What are the next shows coming up? We have Shit. Monday Night Raw. Vince McMahon is coming to shake things up. We have TLC tonight. Um, SmackDown. Where did new? Where where does the champion go? Who's who's challenging the champion now? You know. Then we got NXT coming. We got to see who the champion is yeah. after tonight. So we got TLC. Yeah. We got Vince coming back to on Raw. Yeah. We got um, SmackDown. SmackDown, Wrestle Kingdom's coming up in three weeks or so. Yeah, we had Aleister Black and Johnny Gargano inside of a cage match on the yes. A brand on the A show. Yes, so, um, even though y'all fucked it up for us. Evolve One Eighteen for you lucky people in New York tonight. Oh yeah. Um, I think like check out our interview last week with Cotto Brazil if you get a yeah. chance. Well, that's it, man. Episode thirty nine. This is High Society. We killed it today, Case. Uh, follow us at Russell Cave on Instagram. Follow us at Russell underscore Cave on Twitter. Follow us at Russell Cave Podcast on Facebook and like our Facebook page. We out. Check out MLW, Ring of Honor, all the stuff I talked about. Go Sixers.